I, Justin, take thee, Ashley, to be my lawful wedded wife, to have and to hold from this day forward, for better or for worse, even if we get out of a car on a highway, cross a desert, jump over a ditch to see Drake in Dubai. Mm, I'm going to tell you all about that. <laughs> in the meantime, I, Ashley, take you, Justin, to be my husband, to have and to hold from this day forward, even if you had all the fire vacation pictures, because I take way better pictures than you. That's a lot. So all of our beginning trips, my pictures was trash. <laughs> <laughs> so if y'all haven't guessed it yet, um, this episode, so first off, we returned from vacation and we felt like it was fitting to talk about vacation. So this question has come vacation? up a lot. Well, vacation, wedding. Forever Lola Ade was not a vacation. It was, it was magical. It was so, Disneyland. Yeah. Nigerian so, Disneyland. Oh, so it was a vacation. for that one. <laughs> Either way, so our, our friends, Naomi's godparents got married. Uh, congratulations, Lola and Ade. They're on a honeymoon now. Yeah, uh, they in Tanzania. That's that's dope. Man, that's crazy. Super dope. So we're back. Um, tired. Tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I would say, like, before you even just jump into the episode, like, Thanks for the support, for real. Um, we're we're looking at like the interactions. We're looking at like the people listening, and wow, like couldn't be more in awe of the people who are supporting us and supporting yeah. this podcast. Like way bigger than what we imagined, and super humbling. Yeah, because the numbers have been consistent across the board as yeah. far as like even with us having a holiday in it. And I don't know, like, I remember it was one day this week where the numbers jumped, like, overnight, like, 20 people. And I was like, who's listening to us at night? At, at, at three o'clock. Yeah, because I looked at, like, 1230 at night, and there was one number that was like, all right, let me post about this in the morning. It's like, oh, well, never mind. <laughs> right. Y'all already on it. But, yeah, to bring it back around, this episode is all about how we travel. So, if you're familiar with us, then you already know that we are huge travel whores. Like, we please stamp our passport. If you don't, if too much time goes by, we are like in withdrawal. Why am I in America? Yeah, yeah. And and at this point, we're all over America. I'm sure we all can come to the front of the (laughs) congregation and get on that bandwagon. So, yeah, we want to discuss a couple of things. We're talking about our highlights, but... The biggest takeaway that we want you guys to get from this episode is the mindset. Yeah, and just doing it your way. Your way. So where should we start in our mindset? Like, what what kind of mindset would you say we're in when we travel? Fuck Why are you it. laughing? No, the, the first thing that popped in my head, like, is like, fuck it. Like, we just going to do whatever. <laughs> like, I don't know. And I say that because I, I think about, like, people, and no knock, but people who are like, oh, I'm going on a trip and, like, plan it out for, like, yeah. two years yeah. and 
like I need to do this and that and like we're just like oh scrolling 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 they go deal uh, they go deal <laughs> we out right so and that's pretty much it like there's no set no set like date mm-hmm. or no set place like that's the crazy part we never have like a set date in mind or a set place it's always but you know what certain. so I think to preface the our actual mindset right mm-hmm. we had to acknowledge the fact that you and I see eye to eye. And when it comes to travel, mm-hmm. and that's not the that's not true for everybody. Yeah, yeah. So you have to, even if that person is not like your household partner or your life partner, like you have to find somebody who is like minded, or that is at least open to trying things a different, like outside of the box. Being uncomfortable. Yeah, They're, okay with being uncomfortable. Is, yeah, is a good way to put it. So I, I would say the. In addition to that, like the, the the group of people who would kind of boggle us down or who wouldn't mesh with our travel style is the people who want to stay in all-inclusive resorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not us at all. <laughs> at all. Like, so we absolutely want to see the culture um, within any place that we are at. And then we also are on this, so that we're, we're like minds and wanting, and wanting to get the culture out of the place that we're going to, but we're also like-minded in not having specific locations that we want to go to. Mm, yeah. And then the third part where it's like an our way moment where we're like-minded is we both operate on the premise that us putting in vacation time is um that's a notification it is not a request it's not a request it's like i'm <laughs> not I, gonna be here just so you know right ain't nobody waiting for the approval i said i was i said what i said <laughs> this is what's happening so. <laughs> right just a heads up yeah they so, should, we should probably call it a heads up yeah that's what it is it's not a request it's, yeah i'm not coming yeah because you gotta live life like jobs will be here i mean I'm not saying, but we also don't go for long stints. Yeah, but I think, well, to speak of that, though, I, I just soapbox moment. I, I feel like people let days go by, and what I mean by that is, like, your vacation days, like, they'll just let them go to waste at the end of the mm-hmm. year. And it's like, oh, well, I'm too tied up in work, whatever the case is. Man, forget that. Like, What about the people who... No vacation day left behind. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, that might be the title of this episode. There we go. There's... But wait, what about the people who save up their vacation time to take it all at once? Ugh, that is tiresome. I mean, if that's your thing, like, do you, but... You think that works? I think that's It, it wouldn't work for me. Yeah, no. Long trips, I think, is for people who... You know, are doing something that they don't—they're not passionate about. Because I couldn't imagine being or, away that long for my job. Or they are though, because that's a—that's a thought I just had. Maybe they are doing something that they're passionate about, and it's like, mm-hmm. let me go ahead and like this is the one time everybody knows I'm going to be out of the office. Like, don't bother me, and then for the rest of the year, I'm just grinding. Or that's the downtime. They—they they choose to go in the downtime or of whatever their the industry is. Fair okay. enough. Do yeah. your thing, but yeah. Who who are we to judge? I can't. I I take that back. I'll yeah. eat those words. So yeah, the mindset launching that this segment off, we want to talk about first how we travel. Yeah. So are we hotel people? Nah, <laughs> nah, nah. Unless necessary. I mean, if, if it's something that requires a hotel, cool. Yeah. If not, it's all Airbnb everything. Yeah. We're Airbnb 
people until the sheets don't match the pillowcases. Yeah, then it's a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how long have we been using Airbnb? Since we've been traveling. Four uh, years. Nah, we've been in Charlotte five years now, so. So, five years? Man, let me tell y'all how Justin got me hooked on Airbnb. Because at first I was like, you want to stay at a stranger's house? What? I kept saying, like, explain it to me. Because he goes, like, if Justin introduces something, he speaks, like, man tongue. Full man tongue. So he doesn't get into the details of things. He just kind of, like, gets Who needs the details? You I got do. the point. That's I it. do. So he was like, yeah, it's this thing. It's called Airbnb. You stay at somebody's house. I'm like, bro, we about to get up, and we going to be looking at people, or people going to be looking at us. Like, I want to feel free. I want to walk around how I walk around at home. Like, he left out all the details. Like, the person's not going to be there. Like, you can rent their entire space. So for the longest time, I kept saying, like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Until he just explained it to me. And that was all she wrote. It was. You think people don't know what Airbnb is in 2019? I think people do. Uh, okay. Well, so when when you go on Airbnb, you can rent like a shared space where the person is still home. Or you can rent their entire home where they obviously are not there. And they either have that space just for rentals or they go away a couple of weekends or whatever whenever they get a reservation. Now, the standard of care is obviously not going to be the same as like a hotel um, per se, but you do have like super hosts and different labels that you can see on different people's profile where you'll know like this place is cleaner than most or. And you can read the reviews. Yeah. And, and the cool thing is, I mean, the part that I like is you get a full kitchen. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to worry about, you know, not being able to make your own food or reheating food. Yeah. Trying everything. No, my favorite part about us staying at Airbnbs is being able to to feel like we live in that location. Yeah, being in the mix. Yeah. So even if, so we've been to, let's say, like Paris twice now, right? Mm Each time we stayed in Paris. Some, somebody's we, going tomorrow, but whatever. So yeah, you go. know, I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, But, wait, I just hit that hat. I've been working on that, babe. Let, let me pause for a second. Because the street said it's still hot mom summer. That's what's up. And if it's going to be like hot girl slash hot mom summer... Word on the street is Meg the Stallion, that's our leader. Uh-huh. She's supposed she be doing stuff like that's what she So did. I've been practicing mine. Let me see. <clears throat> start talking to me. Talk to me. I'm not gonna <laughs> <laughs> Hot Mom Summer. <laughs> is that how it goes? Um, Y'all let me know if I'm doing it right. Um so no, our so we stay in Paris twice now, right? Mm-hmm. And we stayed in two different locations on both occasions. And that gave us the opportunity to stay in two different neighborhoods. Yeah, completely different. Completely different. Different experiences. Yeah, totally different experiences. I mean, think about the place that we stayed in um, where we bought the, the bags. Yeah. We like, had bought too much stuff in Paris. With the, uh, the nice spot with the, with the hookers on the street. Did you say the nice spot? Ladies of the night. Ladies of the night. It was, y'all. But don't get it confused. It wasn't the best spot. It wasn't. It had all the scenery. It was. was, They were sprinkled in for decoration. Who was sprinkled in for decoration? The hoes. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all. It was. These hoes, they sprinkled in. These 
in this nice neighborhood. Man, look at her. Gentrification. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, but y'all, for real, we stay in this. We might have to post a picture of the place because they're going to be like, get the fuck out of here. Nah, it was real. It was a really nice place. Wasn't it called like uh, Chateau de so Tracy? Don't give me the line. Like yeah, that? something like that. Tracy, something. Yeah. So, yeah, no, we stay in this nice place. Like, you look out the window, you really felt like you were in Paris. It was beautiful. It was a central location. All we, these shops. It, oh my, we, so the shops that we were staying above, they were they weren't like um, retail shops. They were the display shops for. They're probably called something different, but for the actual designer to come for you to come in and like buy wholesale. So everything was beautiful. It just so happened that a couple steps away, you can buy some hoes. You can buy mess, <laughs> and everything we were so wholesale. Oh, yeah, I had something going downstairs <laughs> level with it. Yeah, who you talking? Yeah, I didn't think about it like that. But no, they were really—they were dressed really nice. They had they on were. these furs. We only saw two different yeah. ones, they but we was—we was all in their face. We was just looking out the window every time. I was, in, I was impressed. Yeah, because. But anyway, I digress. The point was that we have stayed in at least four different neighborhoods in Paris. It might be more than that. Yeah, we yeah. 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 I don't know, but it, it just keeps you in the mix. Like yeah. granted, like if you stay in the all inclusive cool, that's your thing. Like uh, I'm not going I'm not saying that's cool though. Because if you go to to that place, don't you want to experience that culture? I well, I think we're in Instagram culture now though, where people just want to be able to like say like, Oh, I'm here. True, true. But the same people who want to say that I'm here could save money and say I'm here by staying in the Airbnb. True. But then, like, if you're going out of the country, I'm going to play devil's advocate and say, like, a lot of people want that security of, like, if you don't speak a certain language yeah. or knowing that the food is, like, I don't know. But I guess my challenge would be get out, get outside your box. Like, yeah. yeah, like, going out of the country or traveling is getting outside your box. But take that next step and live amongst the people. Yeah, I'll say yes to that, but that's that's the only part of that, though. Yeah. What else do we do that's super different? So I think in the beginning, we were booking our we wouldn't book round trips because the round trip might have been too much for us at the time. Yeah. Like buying both of our round trips, so we would buy both of our <laughs> one way flights there. Like, well, shit, we <laughs> we gotta go. Yeah. We we gotta go. Oh yeah, go yeah. Now. You buy the, buy the one way. So we gonna find a way back at some point. Exactly. That's that's literally what it was. We'll buy a, a one way ticket mm-hmm. with no ticket back. Like we get stuck. We hey, we just yeah, living I somewhere mean, else new. We yeah. out here. We also didn't have a child. So yeah, that's there's true. that. I think the big the the best us buying our one way first because that's what we could afford was uh Amsterdam. So we, remember I got the flight deal for ninety nine dollars. Mm-hmm. So we, we paid ninety nine dollars for the two of us um to get to Amsterdam and um, it was maybe like a month and a half before we was leaving and I was like, Oh shoot, I gotta get our <laughs> gotta, I gotta get gotta our return back. flights. And the return flights ended up being I want to say like one sixty or something like that, um, a piece. So it worked out. It worked but out. the biggest part in that, or the takeaway in that, is don't feel like you have to say, "All right, I'm going 
to blank location. Let me get my hotel. Let me get my airfare. Let me get my excursions all at one time because you're going to look at that number and be like, I ain't got it. Yeah, that's a whole lot. And and even like taking a step back with that. Mm -hmm. So for us, we don't even have certain dates in mind. So like people like, oh, okay, like I'm going to take this week off. And then I need to find something to travel for this week. Like, we're completely opposite of that, where it's yeah. just like, all right, let me see what date has a deal. This is the day I'm taking off. Like, it's dictated by the by the flight deals, yeah. not necessarily the days that we want to take off. So we'll do, like, a random day. Like, all right, I'm going to be off Wednesday to Tuesday <laughs> or something like yeah. that. And, uh, and like, that, that, like, keeps it flexible and keeps the prices down. Yeah. Um, but also, like, to your point, though, another thing is, like what we do when we get that one way, it keeps us to where we don't even have to stay in the same spot. So we might start out mean? in a, we might start out, we might fly to Amsterdam, mm-hmm. but then like, oh snap, if we go to Amsterdam, if we're in Amsterdam, there's a cheaper flight. If we go over to Milan. We got to speak on that. We don't have yeah. that down to discuss, but I think we should touch on that. Like once you're there, how much cheaper it is to go other yeah, places. Yeah, it's so much cheaper. So without getting a round trip, like, oh, I can go over to Milan. And then now I can come back and it's mm-hmm. an even cheaper flight coming back to the U.S. Yeah, you so. got to play around with it. It's really a science. Like I I think the biggest, and we have friends in this business, so I'm, I'm not speaking about y'all. This was definitely our mindset before like once we first started traveling but i really don't see the point of paying the travel agent i just don't because you could just use the sites and play around and see what the numbers are and see what works best for you i think the biggest thing is understanding that travel like this is something that's going to touch you in a way that no nobody can take your experience away from you and if you travel and you don't and you come back the same person that you were before you departed you, I don't know where the fuck you was at. You might have been in Newark or something. <laughs> yeah. No shade to Jersey, but like, I don't know where you could go internationally that wouldn't change you in some way, shape, or form. So it's priceless. And it's just a matter of like what you want to spend right then and there in that moment. Spend that. And then the following month, Get your hotel or then the following month, get your, you know, what you want to do, your excursions and stuff like that. Like, you don't have to buy this stuff all at the same time. There's also plenty of sites. Do you think we should pub these sites without? Not if I'm not getting paid for it. But then that defeats the purpose of, like, us giving people our travel tips. We said we would. Yeah, okay. So so the the biggest one is my favorite uh, skyscanner.com. Yeah, we love Skyscanner. Yeah, because here's Cut the, the trick. Cut the check, Skyscanner. Cut the check. So here's the trick to Skyscanner. Like most people, like we mentioned, like we don't do set dates and we don't do set places. So with Skyscanner, you can go on there and say, uh, here's where I'm traveling from. So you can do Charlotte, but here's the kicker. You can do and say, I just want to fly out of the United States. And then the two destination, you can say everywhere. And not have a specific place, and it'll literally show you everywhere, everywhere from the U.S. That's the cheapest place to fly, and then outside of the com- country, that's the cheapest place to fly. Uh, and the neat thing about doing not choosing your local city. So let's say we're in Charlotte. The neat thing about not choosing Charlotte as your uh, home city 
is if there's a cheap flight from Atlanta or Raleigh or Greensboro, like, oh, snap, like, we'll take that. Shoot, we've even driven to D.C., like, to catch a flight because it was that much cheaper. Because it was, like, $80. Yeah, so, like, think about places that you would be willing to drive to to catch a flight. Yeah. And then just look on there. It's like, oh, well, now let me just do everywhere. And then from there, the next step would be uh, for the date. Instead of choosing a specific date, <clears throat> it lets you choose cheapest date and it'll just show you the cheapest date to fly to whatever place. Yeah. And you're set. I think it's really hard to follow when you're saying it, if you haven't seen the site. So I think what we'll do is we'll post in our stories, like a screen record of us going through it. If you guys want to see it, we'll post that, um, by the weekend that this episode airs. Cause that might help you. Cause it's hard to, I'm following you because, I've seen it. Yeah. But if you haven't seen it or you it's, haven't used it to its its capacity, then you wouldn't know like what you were talking about. Yeah. And and you know what, hippie? Like this is the perfect time to talk about this. What? Uh like traveling. This what you mean? this is vacation season for us. This is our vacation. We we don't really season. vacation in the uh the summer. So no, off peak. Expensive. Yeah, off peak. It's like, man, we're cheap. Like, mm-hmm. Whatever we can find for the cheap ski. Because I'll be boarding a flight. All right. To the south of France, guys, in like (laughs) 24 hours with my mom friends. Anyways. I'm so excited. We'll talk about that later because Justin is a hater. Just wanted you guys to know that I paid under 300 bucks for the trip round trip. That's good, right, babe? That's great. Yep. So, um,. But wait, you said something in your description of um, the site. Uh-huh. Discuss maybe how people, like, I don't know, the benefit of not being set on your hometown. Because you said it fast, so I think it might have went over. Oh, okay. I mean, so we don't choose. So if we're doing a... For for Skyscanner, we don't choose. Not even just for Skyscanner, but just in general. Oh, just in like, general. Like, if you're choosing, insane. like, if you want to travel somewhere, like, be open to traveling to different places. Like, what are the closest uh, airports that I'd be willing to travel to? Mm-hmm. So, if I'm, if I'm in, I'm going to choose my Arkansas people. So, if I'm in Little Rock, like, would I be willing to drive the four hours to Dallas to catch a flight? Or would I be willing to drive the two hours to Memphis to catch a flight yeah. if it's cheaper for me? Because it's definitely going to be cheaper. Arkansas is so expensive. So expensive, which is another point. Like, I mean, is for our flights, like, legitimately, it's, it's always cheaper for us to fly outside of the country than it is for me to fly home to Arkansas, which, which is, is crazy. crazy. And it's not even during the holidays. It's all year long. <laughs> we need fix it, Arkansas. Fix it. But that's. But I feel like that's for a lot of people, though. It's like, yeah. oh, I, I want to go to Miami, or I want to go to Vegas, or I want to go here. It's like, man... Uh, it's, it's probably cheaper for you to go outside of the country than it is to go there. So that's yeah. e- all the more reasons to get outside your comfort zone and, and do something that that's you haven't done before. That's one of the before. reasons why we be side eyeing when people be like, yeah, come to such and such place in the United States. And we be like, man, it costs that's more expensive. <laughs> you want me to pay $255 for a round trip ticket to go to America? Man. Uh I'm good. <laughs> I, I drive. Ah, man, how much I pay for this? I think I pay like five, maybe like four some, four or five to go to Vegas. I was not happy at all. So, 
I'll run down a list and we will find a way via social media, mainly our Instagram, to let you know how we use these things. Justin mentioned Skyscanner. We love Skyscanner. That's our number one go-to. We talked about Airbnb. Talked about Airbnb over hotels. Um, skip lag. I... You want to take take a step? You want me to take a step at trying to explain skip lab? It's love hate. So listen, guys. Skip lab, skip lag is this glorious (laughs) website (laughs) that has been sued by American Airlines and United Airlines in one. They won. They beat both these airlines because they allow you to say, let's say. I'm flying and I'm going from Charlotte, but I want to go to New York. They will allow you to put in exactly where you want to start and exactly where you want to go. And if there is a cheaper flight that has a layover to where you're trying to go, they will sell you that flight. So let's say the, I wanted to go from Charlotte to New York, but there was a layover but the fl- but a ch- and it was expensive and it was three hundred dollars right. Skip lag would show me a flight from Charlotte to Dallas with the layover of New York, and I just get off and I don't catch the second part of my trip. The kicker is what's the kicker bag? <laughs> can't take no bags. Can't take no bags. Why can't, can't you can't take any check bags? any bags? Because your your Wait, bags yes, can't you, check any bags. Can't check any bags. You, so if they they hit you with that at the beginning of the flight, like we're taking all uh, like bring your check, bring your bags up here, and we'll check it to your final destination. No, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it because your bag is gonna be right in Dallas. Right. So wait, where are we going? So we used skip lag maybe two times before. This shit almost fucked us up, right? No, it got me. <laughs> it got, it got me. When I was, uh, we were coming back from Made in America, I got a skip lag flight. Instead of coming straight to Charlotte, I was being cheap for like $25 less. And I had a skip lag flight where the labor was in Charlotte, but it was going to Orlando. Wait, I was with you? Nah, nah. Oh, okay. we, we, were just, we were going separate for whatever reason. Anyways, I was going from Philly to Orlando, layover in Charlotte. So I'm like, I'm just going to get off in uh in Charlotte. All I got is a backpack anyway. Flight got count. No, we missed a flight because that's when the uh, the car got caught up on Labor Day weekend. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. That was both of us. That was both. Yeah. Y'all, we was in that thing lying. And that thing, it was about uh. So wait, t- we got to tell them what happened. Yeah. So we, so we missed our flight, right? Because we parked in a parking lot. Parking garage in Philly on Made in America weekend. Labor Day weekend. That's Labor Day, right? Yeah. Labor Day weekend. We dr- So, y'all know I'm from Atlantic City. If you don't know, Atlantic City and Philadelphia are 45 minutes away from each other. So, instead of us renting a car, as you can see, the theme is we're cheap. <laughs> instead of us renting a car, I borrowed my grandfather's car. Was we driving the truck? I think the truck, was, yeah. I, I borrowed my grandfather's truck, drove the 45 minutes into Philly, Partied it up, right? In Philly, the par- the car was parked the whole weekend. Didn't know that who closes a parking lot. I don't understand. Yeah. So we go to get the car out of the parking lot, and you can't get in the building at all to get your car. So we missed our flight because, of course, we're supposed to drive the car back to Atlantic City and then catch the train back to Philly. Mm-hmm. So we missed our flight, 
and freaking decide like, oh, how are we going to get home? They know they weren't trying to give us no no way home on the original ticket. So we were like, oh, let's get a skip lag flight. So the skip lag flight was going to Atlanta with a layo or or Orlando was going to Orlando. Uh, right? It's, it's coming back. Yeah. Yeah, cuz I was cheap on the way there and I I drove down to Atlanta from Charlotte and parked my car there. You confusing Pete. You don't don't confuse. All right, me. I'll just keep this up with So long story short. So long story short, they changed the flight itinerary. At the very last minute. I'm talking about we're checked into the gate and everything. They turned around and said, we've upgraded you guys to make it a straight flight, straight to Orlando. Burp. I'm sorry. <laughs> Downgrade <what>? me. <laughs> Downgrade us immediately. We need that layover we, for we, Charlotte. We, this. we didn't ask you niggas to do nothing extra. So we in there like. Our dead aunt is in Charlotte. Hey, we need to meet her at the airport. I got to meet her. Hey. <laughs> no, we, no the, the real lie was we said, we got to pick up our kids We got to pick up our kids. We, we had no kids. Naomi wasn't even here. We, no, I was three months pregnant. Yep. Yeah, hey, either way. <laughs> lady just confused. Y'all don't want this favor? She was like, I don't understand, but you're going to it. You're going to Orlando. We were like, no, man, but we needed no, to pick up our kids no, in Charlotte. And then they were getting on the Orlando flight with us. Well, ma'am, I don't see your kids on this. Ma'am, shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're being too diligent about this. Investigating. So it can bite you in the ass. But okay, so we got Sky, we got Skyscanner, Airbnb, Skip Lag. Um, what's the other site called with the places you can stay? Hostel World. Hostel World, yeah. .com. They allow you to do um, shared room, not shared rooms, individual room, private rooms in, inside of a hostel. Um, and we did this for my bachelorette party, which was co-ed in the beginning. And we had, what, like 28 of our friends come out to Amsterdam for my bachelorette party, like three or four days before our wedding. And everybody stayed in the same hostel and we rented like uh what was it the four private rooms so yeah you were only in the room with the people that you knew um so that's cool what's the other sites that we use i think i mean starting with those that'll get you started we'll post the rest of her yeah because i don't remember the site that allows you to like put your flight on layaway we should definitely oh yeah post yeah, that. yeah yeah that, that that's dope yeah um so yeah those are how we travel so we we covered how we travel as far as our mindset is concerned i think we like to spend the bulk of our money in that location versus spending it on getting there that's our biggest that's our reasoning yep then our our second like-minded our way reasoning is just getting into the culture we yeah. here for all the culture. We want to come Everything. back and we have learned something. And, and we're not talking about like, oh, we're going to the museum when we get there. Nah. nah. <laughs> I want to see what's in your supermarket. No, I want to see how you guys party, how you live, how you just communicate, how you socialize. Like Talk We want to be locals, in the mix. The, yeah. yeah. Oh, the food. Definitely the food. That's the best part about living in in the mix. Yeah, like real food. Yeah. I don't think we... 
What, what was the you just went, so what was the craziest thing that you've eaten when we you traveled? already know what I'm about to say what? what I'm about to say say it at the same time it's gonna be funny and shit if we say something different but say it at the same time I think we gonna say something different for real All okay right. look one two three camel, camel burger, burger. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're so corny <laughs> You knew I was gonna. You thought I was gonna say something different. I ain't know. I ain't know we was. We was no, vibing, that's so. the first thing that comes to my mind every time, y'all. We ate a camel, moist camel back. Wait a <laughs> Burger was delicious. Ew, ew. <laughs> Wait, did we eat the camel burger before or after we rolled camels? It was either way. Oh man, I hope we don't have no PETA listeners. Is that, is that what the website is called? Yeah, the organization? Um, but yeah, we had camel burgers. What what's a what's a runner up? Because we said the same runner thing. Runner up. Craziest thing. I don't know. I don't know. I have to think about it, but that one always that one's We passed by some crazy stuff in China, but we already had read Google and Google said don't eat that shit if you wanna live. Yeah, that that dumplings and uh in China that we had. You like them? No. No, no, oh, no, no. Okay. No. I, it, when they said authentic food, <laughs> yeah, it was I was looking much. for a, a little bit more Americanized authentic. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> At that, that point, it was sense. like, hey. We was eating testicles. Yo, they, they legit put the crab in a dumpling with everything that goes in a crab, like yeah. the intestines, it all was, the juices, and it was, put it in a dumpling. It was terrible, so you man. bite into it, and it's just straight juices and yeah. the insides. It was, it's yeah. crazy that you bring this up because China is also the best food that we've ever had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I've been looking for weekend flights for us to and, eat at this restaurant. And I'll be right restaurant. there. Yeah, the food was so good, we brought back the seasoning <laughs> and cook with Yo. it. From the leftover plate. Like, wasn't even no food left. We just brought back the seasoning of the food that we had at the restaurant. Y'all, he's dead ass serious. We can go on and on. Like, the food was so good, right, that we ate there four times. Four separate times. Like, we left the city. What was It was in Beijing, right? Yeah. The restaurant was in. First of all, let me back up and say, Justin is the undefeated champ in finding restaurants. In there. For, like for international travel, like I don't know what he does, but he it found this, he found this restaurant, and it was like again in the thick of the neighborhood. Yep. Right. You look at the outside. You're like, okay, you know, mom and popping it. You go in the wall. Super authentic. I I wouldn't even call it a hole in the wall because when we seen it in the daytime, I was like, oh, this place is cute. In the daytime, but when you like go at night and oh, it's yeah, just straight in between like alleyways yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because we passed one of those Chinese toilets before we got oh, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but man, we ate at this place for the, for dinner for our first dinner night, um, and it was amazing. I mean, we all got something different. Nobody was dissatisfied with their food. It was mm-hmm. amazing. Then the the service was great. Um, we had Naomi with us, and so they loved Naomi, um, and they were very respectful of like about like touching her and all that good stuff. But when we showed up for day two, they just, you couldn't tell them that Naomi wasn't their little friend. Right. <laughs> she all in the kitchen. She's everywhere. But I mean, we ate there again. Then we flew to Shanghai, came back. To Beijing and ate there again. Yeah, again. And and when we ate there the last time, 
Our fat asses decided we was going to order a meal to eat then and a meal to, to eat in our flight. So we was boarding a flight going through security with like fish with, to go with the head on it. Yep, in there. <laughs> that joint was so good. All that made it home was like three shrimp. In the season, and all the seasoning. I'm gonna. That's a picture that I do have. Came back and cooked all it up. We did. We came back. We went to Publix and got some shrimp and tried to try to do it again. This is what I see. (laughs) Try to do it again. Oh, we so dirty. Oh God, we gotta go. We gotta go to a commercial break. We be back. (laughs) Okay, so when we opened the show for your vows, you discussed us crossing. The desert. True story. True story. So you can Google this. You can go on Instagram. So the first time Drake went to Dubai. We went to Dubai. We went. Quick plug. That Dubai flight round trip was 350. Mm. So. Because my baby is fire. So we get in there. Insert flames. (laughs) Did that sound like flames? I'm doing our own sound effects. I should go pay extra for this. We, we got to get some production. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, so we're in Dubai and then like we're just searching and it's like, oh, Drake is here. Like, Why didn't we already have plans? Because we did. It was like our second time out of the country. No, it was the first. Oh, it was the first. So we went big first time. It was the first time. We just like, all right, we don't know what we're doing. We just Mm want to get on the flight and see what happened. So the flight was actually to Abu Dhabi. And then we purchased the Dubai flight from Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Yeah. So we had no clue that, that Drake was going to be performing in Dubai. Got to Dubai. Wait, but no, we knew once we were in Abu Dhabi. Yeah. So we planned to try to get some tickets when we got there. The mistake was the tickets were only at this one store mm-hmm. in Dubai in the largest mall Ooh, that me and Justin had ever been in. The largest, it's like the biggest mall in the world, right? Listen, why were floors made of marble? Uh, how if we. We for real almost broke up. <laughs> no, dead ass. We broke. We almost broke up looking for Drake tickets. Drake tickets. Looking for the store that was selling Drake tickets. This mall was ridiculous, y'all. And it's not. It, I, I can't even explain it. I think. But you know who just posted about it? Uh, are they right? Yeah, he just said, "Oh yeah, this is. They got a poor floor. Yeah, <laughs> like you could buy local stuff. And then I think the tickets ended up being on the third floor of this big ass mall." In the cut somewhere. Hundreds of stores in a mall. No, it had to have been a thousand stores in that shit. We need to figure out what mall that was. Because it got like a whole like ski gen in there. Yeah, you could go skiing and it was ridiculous, guys. So we get the tickets for Drake. We're super excited. Like, flex, this is a huge flex moment for us. This is our first time out of the country, like, ever. And we're about to see Drake. Like, what are the odds? So we're so super, like, pumped about this. We didn't, did we know that it was, like, going to be a festival setting? Nah. So. That was a plus. Yeah. So we, we got the got an Uber. Like, mm-hmm. we pulling up, trying to pull up to the venue. The traffic was so bad. Getting into the venue. Getting into the venue. That we saw Like, wrapped hop, around, like, miles up. away. And we, I just see people, like, just jumping out the car. Like, what, right. what's going on? Like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. So, um, if you see people jumping out the car, what does that say to you? Like, oh, the shit's close. 
gotta be. <laughs> gotta be, because the car's back all the way up. It's like, hey, Uber driver, we good. We'll get out right here with the rest of the people. We should have known when he said, oh, you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> was that my, was that a good? What's that? Do it again. Arabian night. I don't know. Well, that's not a. What's, yeah, this is racist. There's so much racism in this right now. <laughs> All I know is welcome to. Oh, no, yeah, just leave right. All right, keep it moving. <laughs> welcome to seven. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. No. Sorry, sorry, guys. Yeah, I love everybody gone. though. Uh, but no, the guy. So the cab driver was like, "Y'all sure? Like, you want to get out here?" And we was like, "Yeah." Basically, our our response basically was like, "Everybody's doing it. Like, everybody's getting out right here." Y'all, the man, man. should have said. You do know that this desert is incomplete and under construction, right? Yeah, it was ridiculous. Like we we got out, it everybody night. walking nighttime. Don't know anybody, so we walking across. Literally had to jump over a ditch, like in like to to get across, like at a certain this point. This wasn't a ditch, babe. This thing was, was huge. No, this was like construction was starting to take place, and they were dividing and conquering the world in this space but us so imagine it being pitch black outside i'm not sure if you guys have ever been in a desert or just in a space where like nothing is on the ground they ain't got lights out there so it's right so it's it's no real lights but the lights that you can see on the street so all we saw was us ahead of us was the traffic on, on the side of us people were getting out their ubers and they were crossing what we thought was a very short road <laughs> of nothing yeah. because all we could see was dirt but then on the horizon <laughs> was the venue and so we like oh we we can we can walk it i had on these glittery jesus sandals Man. and my feet by the time we got in there, were gray yeah i think we had a water bottle on us and i ended up like <laughs> squirting it squirting over, the water it. all over my feet because they were so dirty i'm talking about like we were he- together as a unit. It had to be what fifty of us, yeah, going through this this adventure together, helping <laughs> yeah, each other. The, like the vision, jump. I just had a, the comparison. Let's keep it moving because I ain't. What's the comparison? It felt like we were crossing the. No, it wasn't. It, we were, it didn't feel like that. Yeah. It it didn't look like that either, <laughs> bro. Um, you're you're worse than me. You just put the anyway, so on me. so we finally get it. We finally get in the venue, and it was lit. It was like Man. a festival just like, for one concert. You couldn't imagine. And the crazy part is like you. So we go to uh, we go to Dubai. We're in the UAE, and we're like, I don't know. We didn't do our Google, so the fact that everybody was speaking English, yeah, but it was the most beautiful English that you can ever imagine because everybody had their own accent, their it was own such a dialect. Yeah. It was be- it was a beautiful freaking space. In the con, you know what I'm about to say. I just want to be. <laughs> so this is. I feel like one person. Well, this this is so old for us to be singing this song, right? Yeah. But the most memorable part of this concert, outside of like us getting to the venue, was we're in there singing all together, and the one song that really tro- showed everybody's true accent was successful and so like we all waving back and forth like really feeling it having a good night and this man beside us was so loud and passionate i need to know where buddy is right now because i know he's successful he was like 
I just want to be. I just want to be. I just want to be successful. All in it. Over and over and over. And it was so beautiful. Man, he had a testimony. He Shout did. Out Shout out to... I ain't going to give him no name. All right, man. So <laughs> what we got next? <laughs> Sorry. That's my guy. But nah, it was, it was a dope space for us to be in unbeknownst to us like it was the perfect launch to us traveling because everybody spoke english um i think everybody spoke multiple languages dubai is a crazy space it's not some place that you visit once like where where it's like lambos like on the street and it's it's like mainstay it's not even it's like a toyota camry and it's just lambos every everywhere so that, that was wild to for your first international trip to where you're literally in one of the most wealthy places on the planet yeah um, which, like, we can't move on before pointing this out. So we go from Dubai and then we go back to Abu Dhabi. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Craziest. So Dubai is to, a little more comfortable. Yeah, Dubai is a whole lot more westernized. So when you think about like, like Dubai and like, I, I expected everybody to be like covered up, like mm-hmm. no English, whatever the case is. Man, I had altered I like, my club clothes because yeah. they said there were clothes, there were clubs. Yeah, but I altered my club clothes because I was like, I don't, I don't want to get arrested. Yeah, and we went to the club, and I'm in there looking like a Mormon, and everybody in there loose. Yeah. And, and the crazy part, like, even at nighttime, it's so hot over there in the day, like, places don't close at night. So it's, like, yeah. 4 o'clock in the morning, and we're out eating because it's cooler then. Even even more so what's crazy, like, we were so scared we were going to get locked up. Mm-hmm. We weren't <laughs> married then, so we bought fake rings did. and wore them over there. This was, you was a good fake husband, babe. Hey, I was in there. Mm. In there. But And that helped us out tremendously, though. But why did we? Do you remember why we did that? Because we were thinking about it. But what you remember? What pushed us? Uh, somebody said, had like, got could, arrested. Oh no, no, yeah, because you could only stay. You could only stay with somebody of the opposite sex if you were married yep. or a relative. Mm-hmm. So we knew Justin. Let me tell y'all how frugal but dope my husband is. So he, I didn't even know he was doing this search, but he found the littest place on Groupon. Are people still saying lit? Mm-hmm. I'm starting to feel old as fuck. I don't like it. But listen, he found this spot on Groupon. I don't know how much it was, but I know that it was affordable because Justin purchased it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was in the whole... It, like When we talk about we want to stay in a location that gives us the actual culture, I don't think we stayed in a place that that got us together and in line as much as Abu Dhabi in this desert. The hotel yeah. was called... Um, Tila Liwa. Yeah, Tila Liwa. We can't forget it because it was amazing. So let me set the scene for y'all. So we it was... it was Oh my God. This is a bad memory. I just realized. How much was the Uber getting there, babe? A lot because the dude was pissed because he was an Uber he was an Uber driver from the night before. It's like, oh, I'll drive y'all. Like, Don't worry about turning the Uber. Just give me a call and I'll drive you to Abu Dhabi. Oh, yeah, okay. And then, uh, like, once he realized we weren't going to Abu Dhabi, Abu Dhabi. No, like, once he we, he realized we weren't going to, like, touristy Abu Dhabi, and we were going into the thick of, we were going into the desert. We were going, like, so here's how thick of it was. When we went to the bus station the next day, when we walked in, because I was with Ashley, like, the women weren't out in the daytime, because I was with Ashley. There were Ashley, no, zero vaginas walking the street. There were no women 
out, period. I was the only one. So we walked in the bus station and they literally, because I was with Ashley, made everybody get to the left side of the room. Out of respect. N- not out of respect because they couldn't be in the presence of, of a woman. Of a yeah, woman. Yeah. And then like we get on the bus and it's something like literally out of the civil rights movement where <laughs> there was a section at for the front women. of the bus just for women. So we couldn't even sit we couldn't sit together in the in the bus terminal to get back to Dubai and we could not sit on the bus back to we called a bus back to Dubai? No, we called a bus to what? We called a bus. We called a bus in back town. To the, back to the main part of the city. Yeah, that's what we did. Because then we flew out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but even to take it a step further, we were we were so deep into Abu Dhabi that when we got to the the uh, the desert hotel, Tilaliwa, I would ask a question, and the man would give the answer to Justin. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. He would not even look at me. I would say, "Hey, are we okay to check in? I know we're a little early." He would say, "Sir." Checking is that, <laughs> and I wanted to say, "Hey, buddy." <laughs> Y'all know that's not what I wanted nah, to say, he... but um, Shut your ass up. right? Listen, <laughs> I will not be in jail <laughs> out here. Y'all got me <laughs> tore up, but yeah. we we were we were loose. We had got loose in Dubai, but we got to Abu Dhabi. We pulled Straight every narrow. scarf, high waisted sock. Hey, make sure they side on me. Turtleneck. We pulled out them out of turtleneck three thousand. <laughs> <laughs> That's my guy. That he be fresh, man. He be wearing them summer turtlenecks. I don't know where he finding them at. It's like be clean forever twenty one of turtlenecks forever out of. Oh, he should have his own line. He should have his own line. Be clean all the time. Anyway, yeah. all right. So we uh, hotel crazy. So you walk in. It's literally in the middle of the desert. But they had like this infinity pool that like uh, overlooks the desert. So it was was crazy. They got like camels and like ATVs for you to ride. And it was, it was just wild. Like you can't make this up. A six course meal. And we were pissed about how much food was. Like, yo, why do y'all keep bringing stuff? I don't even understand. We were so full and so tired from being out into the desert. Now, Justin, we didn't discuss for this episode things that are off limits. So I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there (laughs) that you flipped this ATV. Trying to be Meek Mill. In the desert. Trying to be Meek Mill. Bruh, I was, y'all, I was so scared. And amused at the same time. So if you could picture somebody laughing and on the brink of tears because this man, it's just me and him in the desert, away from the hotel, riding ATVs. And his, I'm watching his ATV flip over. Yeah, it was all that. Bruh. Nevertheless, but so y'all can get the visual. Like, just do me a favor. Google T-I-L-A. Space L I W A. That's the Abu hotel, Dhabi. Abu Dhabi, and like just get a visual how we'll crazy this spot was. We don't have the, so many pictures for this um, oh, yeah, 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 for we this week's it. episode. So what's, what's the what's the contrast for this? Ah, uh, so so we went first trip one of the most what the the wealthiest one of the wealthiest countries or areas in the world, mm-hmm. and then next trip we legit went to. The opposite end of the spectrum. Haiti. Haiti. And you know what? It was and still is the most beautiful place we have ever 
been. Would yeah, you agree? I would agree. One of my favorite vacations ever. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll never forget the quote that uh, that the person gave us, the lady gave us. She was like, yeah, people in these other places think they're rich because they have, like, all this stuff. Like, we don't know, like, the materialistic stuff. Like, like we're rich. We're rich because we have all this. Like, we have each other. And, like, just to look at this place, like, look mm-hmm. how beautiful it is. And they, they were, like, pointing to the mountains. Like, yeah, Bill Clinton has a mountain over here and, like, yeah. all these different places. They also rich because they be robbing niggas at the airport. But they, they do, yeah. That's Nevertheless. That's, oh, yeah. You hey, as soon we, as you step foot off a plane in Port-au-Prince, that's man, a wrap. Let me tell y'all what. So we have a couple not, of Haitian not friends. Legitimately robbing people don't don't get. But going. legitimately robbing. Like people. as soon as you walk out. Wait, let me tell. Let okay. me say. So before we went to Haiti, we had. So first of all, we got Haiti on like a, a humbug. We bought the flight to Haiti four days before we actually went. It was like, oh snap! It's one ninety nine round trip to to go to Haiti. You want to go? Sure, we ain't doing nothing this Memorial Day weekend. Let's roll. Cool. We're in Haiti. So in that four-day span, I'm hitting up every Haitian I know. (laughs) So I'm just like, man, I don't know what to expect. And they was like, you going? Like, you going, going? Yeah, we going. Okay, here's what you need to do. Don't wear jeans. Don't allow anybody to do anything for you. I was like, "Um, okay. Elaborate. (laughs) And they were like, jeans mean you got a couple dollars. They say, if you allow somebody to open a door for you, hold your bag, open a trunk for you, give you directions, they are going to require you to pay them a tip. And when I tell you that that was so accurate, because we, I mean, and then then the third biggest part was, and this was Simon, I think he was like, just don't say nothing. Because the moment that you open your mouth, they know to know that you're not Haitian. Like, your blackness is going to sell it, but if you open your mouth and they hear your American accent, they're going to know, like, this is this target this person or whatever. And so, we, of course, fly into Port-au-Prince. Simon so graciously contacted his brother, and his brother reached out to somebody who worked in management at the airport. But we, up until we got there landed in Port-au-Prince we didn't know if he was going to be working the shift or not and so when we got there and we I was trying to make friends remember I was making friends in America oh, yeah, yeah. at the airport I was like talking to this Haitian guy like yeah so how are you going to get to where you getting to because we didn't know we heard about these things called tap taps but we, we we didn't have real plans all we knew was we wanted to go to this place called Jacmel and but we didn't know exactly how we were going to get there. If we were going to hire a car and a driver, or if we were going to take a tap tap because there wasn't no such thing as a street light, and there wasn't no such thing as an Uber. So we were winging it. This this is literally the most dangerous trip we've ever been on. Which is crazy because like second one, like we go to a spot where legitimately nobody nobody speaks English mm-hmm. when we get there. So that that was wild in itself, right? Opposed to Abu Dhabi and Dubai, and everybody speaks. English. Everybody speaks, so we were we were essentially at home, like was mm-hmm. nothing to worry about. So we get off the plane. Um, we took your aunt. Yeah, aunt came with us. Uh, our aunt. Yeah, our aunt came with us. So she um, 
so we go outside and the first thing people start doing, like before we can get out the uh, the airport, start trying to grab our bags. Mm-hmm. Like, oh man, had this been, like had we not had the heads up, we would have been handing over these bags. No, like, but she started to. Yeah, it started like, nah. She was like, oh, here you go, yeah, beloved. Yeah. <laughs> and we was like smacking the bag. Like, get that shit on <laughs> <laughs> And we trying to be quiet. and But we also had a little bit of help because Simon's brother's friend met us and was like, Ashley, Ashley, oh, yeah, yeah. and I was like, oh, my God, how they know it was us? Yeah. We're about to get kidnapped. Yeah. And then my WhatsApp started kicking in, and Simon was like, yeah, my brother came through. It's a guy. And I was like, man, I wish he would have sent the picture. So I'm taking a picture of him on a sneak, like, well, Simon, if this ain't him, this is our kidnappers, and I'm expecting for you <laughs> and Liam Neeson to come and get us. And so, but it worked out. Um, but, yeah. I, I was handing her bags over there to thinking the man over. was being a gentleman. Nah. Like, no. And then they, they look for real ask for money. For everything, for everything, y'all. The man opened the trunk and was like, hand out. Pay me. Pay me. For opening your own trunk. <laughs> yes. But uh, we got we got to touch on the tap tap real quick. Oh, God. So we ended up taking a tap tap. Scariest ride of my describe, life. Describe a tap tap. So a tap tap. Think of the, the Scooby-Doo van. Yo, you disrespect. That's really what it is because all of them are decorated and painted like crazy. Bus. They had windows. Okay. Some of them had, yeah, they had school buses, but they had, think of that, like all of them painted crazy. And what they do is they, they put all your luggage on top of this and strap it down. And there's somebody sitting on top of the whole Holding your luggage, bruh. Holding your luggage. So it ain't no, like, it's tied down and it's good to go and it's covered up. Like, nah, it's, it's a legit person up there holding, their, holding everybody's Listen, stuff up. This is These are all things that we would currently not do. Oh, no, you ain't doing that shit no more. Because uh, we get into Tap Tap. But if you and don't it ain't have like children, you got, go ahead and knock yourself out. Yeah, if you don't have kids, like, you can't do it with kids. Because you get in there, you get in there, and it ain't no... No space. There's no like Bruh. respect for your space. Like people sitting on each other's laps, like and it's just like as many people as I can fit in here. That's it. So don't worry about a seatbelt because it ain't happen. Imagine like a a little school bus, like the um special school yeah, bus. Yeah, like the legit short bus. Yeah, that's literally what it was. Yeah. Imagine that, right? I think they might hold. It looks like they hold like sixteen kids, sixteen people, right? But the seats went all the way across, though. Right. But imagine that joint with 50 people on it. That was us. There's no stoplights. There are no traffic restrictions, no traffic laws. We're on dirt roads. On the side of a cliff with no barrier on it. around a mountain. Like he said, cliffs, no barriers, doing 90. Like, he he didn't slow up, no nothing. With potholes. With yeah, that was, yeah, that was what. And don't forget, it's a nigga on the top of the. On top of it, <laughs> holding our luggage, bro. It took us two hours of this to get to Jockmail, but it was worth it. It it when we got there, man. It was so worth it, man. We uh we stayed. We got a uh, they they he released the gate to where we were staying at. Which is crazy. So I'm like, man, this can't be, you know, it is what it is. Like, we in a little village in Jock It was Mel. an Airbnb. One of my friends, like, her her mom stays there, has a restaurant, so it was worth it. A hotel. Uh, a hotel and a restaurant. Um, so we get the Jock Mill, and we have these three, you can, I don't even know what to call I them. I don't want to call them servants. Well, but, no, I was talking about the cottages or whatever you want to call them. Oh. 
So I just this, called this guy, my servant for yeah, no reason. For no reason. Uh, so this mm-hmm. guy has his property with three little cottages on there, and then he has people working it, and it's it's all laid out, and then like literally right next to the beach, like no on like on the on beach. the beach, like you can hear the waves hitting the rocks, right, like ten feet from you. We slept outside the first night. Oh my gosh, I forgot all about them. The ladies, that, the American uh, Haitians. Yeah, so we met, uh, so we had two of the, no, we had one of the spots, and then, like, right next door to it were these people who were living in America but from Haiti, and it just so happened to work out. These are the first people we heard speak English, and they ended up taking us around. So, best trip. But wait, down. how are you not going to acknowledge the um, the wait staff? Wait staff was amazing. Food was so the food there. One thing, if you ever get a chance to go, there's no concept of time. So if you if you want to eat, but at you gotta noon, say why? Because there's no refrigerator. There's no refrigerator. So everything is like killed, cut, clean, cooked, right there. fresh. So so there's if you say like, oh, I want, you know, fish. It's it's a toss up of what kind of fish you're gonna get. Whatever was caught that day. Yeah, so but no, I wanted to say, speak beyond it. So the the wait staff, it was two individuals. They didn't speak a lick of English, and we communicated with them for four freaking days, and they were the nicest and I don't know, just most account. They were accommod. They were just so nice and accommodating. Yeah, it it was crazy. But like, it was like it a was bo- it was a bonding experience. I felt like because like not to be able to speak to someone for mm-hmm. real for real for four days and have them like wait on you and so the place is nice i don't know how they're doing today like the actual um airbnb and location but i hope that it's still up and running because the next trip that we go that's that's where we have to yeah, stay it's, it's, it's no choice we're going back there yeah so what about france what's the highlight from france us getting married. That's Outside of us getting married. Oh, uh, like the place itself? Well, we, I, we obviously love France. We were engaged there. We, we got engaged in, in Paris. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were blessed enough to get, get married in Paris as well. Mm-hmm. But along with that, like, have our family come with us. Yeah. But we made the decision to get married abroad it was based off of we were what like six months out had the venue in south carolina paid for and we're like wait we spent that what how much and we haven't even gotten a dj food um decorations oh nah this is about to be too much let's try to figure out something different and so we moved the wedding um and made it more affordable and we thought like hey you know, people probably not going to show up because they're not going to get out their comfort zone. But we had a smooth 40, Close six, to 50 people, yeah. Close yeah. to 50 people, which is... People show up. Um, we had a couple um, wedding crashes. I don't know how you do that in France. Yeah, but had people crash a wedding in Paris. Yeah. It was, it, was, it was all love. It was love. Um, but no, I think that the, the most powerful piece of our travels to France is... That being the first that international place that we were able to take our moms. Yeah, and, and my dad. So, so our parents. Oh, was your dad's first time too? Yeah. I don't think I realized that. Well. So, yeah, our parents' um, first time out of the country was for our wedding. 
That was it. That was our parents' first time meeting too. Yep. That's Which pretty cool. So, and and I and for me that, and, and when we talk about doing it our way, like that is our what biggest makes, our way moment. Biggest our way is like oh, okay, like we we got this wedding venue, we're good to go. Man, forget this, like. I don't want to just, I remember us having a conversation just being like, I don't want to just have a day where we can't even enjoy it or we don't even remember it. Yeah. Um, so having something to where it always is going to mean something. Yeah. Where we had all these people who have never been outside of the country, our parents, like who, like that's, that's lifetime stuff like that. Who can say that, you know, you were able to get people out of their comfort zones enough to, to spend a week in Europe. To spend a week in Europe and do something they never done. So I I will always feel like like yeah, the wedding was for us, but I I love the fact that like we had all these people who we knew genuinely cared about us. Enough to spend that much money and come over there. And and just to get out their comfort zone and like experience something for the first time with us. Like everybody is I'm not even a gutter, but Yeah. Uh, no, I can wrap it, it up for cool. you. So I think um, in my head, I sometimes relay this as the Ross romance effect. And it's not to take credit for anybody's travels after coming to our wedding, but we, we like, so I think that our wedding experience was so comfortable for people and so gratifying for their own comfort zones that some the people who were already traveling internationally they kind of just like leveled up a little bit like yeah like i'm gonna do this now or i'm gonna do this differently when i do travel and then the people who hadn't traveled before like prime example your dad like he 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 got that travel bug because he been in and out two and three places out of the country every every year since yeah and um so I think, man, we just, we we were hell-bent on saying, like, hey, our wedding is going to be for us. It's not going to be for anybody else. What we do will be a reflection of our lifestyle, which, you know, is all about traveling at the time. And it was, but because we were so true to ourselves, we were able to gift our friends and close family something that is pretty much priceless yeah and we have um always been centered around the thought of just being in debt to those people who came out because life moments really show you who who's really there for you Mm. in that moment and it's not to say that the people who didn't show up are not there for us but the people who who made that trip like through hell or hot water and we still get like fresh stories to this day like somebody I'm I'm not gonna put them out there but they was like yeah like I helped such and such like get there because I was like you know we we definitely got to make this trip um and so that's for real for that's that's really what it's about like tears were shed not for our like love our wedding but just from like just being in such a, a a faraway space so so friends definitely holds a a high near and dear near and dear speaking of dear next up dearly beloved or you want to dearly beloved what's the takeaways from this segment of highlights oh, oh takeaways highlights um i don't know man just do it do it your own way and don't be afraid to get outside your comfort zone find mm-hmm. somebody uh, even if you're curious about it 
or even if you're not even curious about it, like I would encourage you to do it at least once. Like do something, yeah. go somewhere, uh, and I promise you, you won't come back the same person. Yeah, but also do not ask us to plan a trip for you. Nah, because that's... Yeah, especially if you got restrictions. Like, we'll point you in the right direction. When you start coming, I can only go on the third Saturday of the 13th month. And I need to leave by 3 o'clock. In between 3 and 5. At 2 p.m. Yeah, we ain't got time for it. So annoying. Yeah, it ain't for us. Dearly beloved, up next. Dearly beloved, we're gathered here today to answer your questions. Questions! We only got one. All right. How do we travel with Naomi? <sighs> oh, Naomi. Oh, little Nene. <laughs> That's what Lola calls her. Nene. Um, well, first background of what Naomi went on her first flight when she was... A month. A month? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because we had to. We went to Miami. Yeah, went to Miami. She was a month old. Mm-hmm. Pretty crazy, actually. Yeah. So Naomi was a rock star. I'm not going to say my baby is not a rock star now, but before she could talk. <laughs> and move? <laughs> and move. She was a rock star at flying. She was always very quiet. Um, breastfeeding was the go-to when mm-hmm. you're still breastfeeding. And a lot of people have asked, um, because we started flying with her so early, like what we would do as far as her ears popping or crying. So um, I read a bunch of things, tried a bunch of things. And in the beginning, which is so crazy, we weren't using a pacifier. Um, but it's like our go-to now because we are always taking her to very public, very adult places. And we just be like, here, girl, take this pacifier. But we weren't using a pacifier um, with her as a baby. And I would breastfeed during takeoff and um, breastfeed coming down so that her ears wouldn't pop. So that was our our go-to. Now, as a little wiggly, talkative, demanding toddler, I would say traveling would be the advice is like be prepared. So like have all her favorite, her, him, um, their favorite things ready to go. Um, don't be afraid of the side eye for somebody looking at you crazy when your kid is big as shit and they got a pacifier in their mouth. Like, do what you need to do as a parent to to get to where you need to go without losing your shit, is what I would say. Because um, Naomi looks bigger than what she really is. Yeah, she I, I don't think people know that she's one. Um, and she had a pacifier in D.C. with her all week, but she looks like she's two years old. So I'm sure people were like, barrel? Like what? But I didn't care, cause my my cause you didn't hear my kid during nobody's ceremony or nothing. She was just chill. Uh, tips. I would say you have to also expect for a kid to be a kid. That's too. Yeah, that's that's huge. I feel like people want kids to act grown. Like nah, yeah. that's the they're trapped. They're on vacation too. Like right. in a. A space they've never seen before around people that they've never seen before. Like, right. that'll be a kid. And we want them to sit still and be quiet. It's not realistic. Yeah. Um, I also, I mean, I don't like to interrupt people's, like, leisure time if they're on the flight. I think we do a, a really good job, like, 
making attempts of getting her to kind of, you know, settle down a little bit. But um, I think it also is to be expected. And if you expect it, your kid, you do two things. You prepare for them. And then you also set your mind to say, like, this shit is okay. Like, um, so, yeah, breastfeeding when they're young. Be prepared when they're in the toddler stage. Um, be present for your partner. Like, this is a team team responsibility here. Like, a lot of the times the kid will go to one parent than the other and I think it's like the other parent's responsibility to be like, here, I'll I'll take our kid for a second and just walk off because you kind of, you got to keep a level head when your kid is kind of acting crazy. Well, acting like a kid. Yeah. What would you say? Uh, keep them entertained. So mm-hmm. I think you touched on a little bit, just like having stuff to entertain them, whether it's a a tablet, a toy, yeah, or whatever. When we went to Milwaukee, I was entertaining Naomi with some post-its. <laughs> I stuck post-its all over the back of the seat. And she slowly, like, snatched them down one by one. And I put them shits right back up there. Oh, it's a game. Yeah. Oh, I got a good one. What? Take advantage of, especially, I know people frown up on them, but, uh, like, flights or airlines like Frontier or any airline that lets you fly free mm. with a little kid. No, like, it take, goes to 12 now. Yeah, oh, Frontier goes to 12 now. But, I mean, for, like, these airlines that let you have a lap child at no additional cost, like, man, if you got it, if you're traveling by yourself, traveling with your spouse, your significant other, whatever the case is, like, and y'all have a small child, like, travel now while they're small. One, they get used to it. Two, is free. <laughs> Um, so just do it. Just get up and go. Yeah. yeah. You're not paying for an extra ticket. And there's a list that comes out every year with like family friendly airlines. And when I tell y'all, me and Justin, you would think that we have, well, Justin has global entry. Um, but you would think that our whole family has some type of VIP access pass because when we roll through with that stroller. Oh, you the man when you got the stroller. Man, they be like, this way, this way, skipping all the security lines, skipping to the front of the line. I mean, listen, parents, be ruthless with this. Like, you at your gate, right? Your priority border with your kid. Yes, you need enough, you need more time. When you're insecure, insecurity going through, especially international travel, most airlines have um, family lanes where they'll allow you to skip through all the traffic just so that you have time to get settled with your kid, feed them, whatever. And then the other piece of it is there are a ton of like products that make travel easy. If you, I'm calling y'all out, I don't know anybody who, who does this because we do take our car seat in stroller with us everywhere um but if you are traveling and you're um checking the car seat or the stroller and you don't have one of them car seat stroller bags you dirty because your stroller they be tossing them things be everywhere in the mud them bags we got our money's worth out of them bags yeah they got holes in them now they do i would definitely say get the stroller bags and they have them on Amazon, like the little um, uh, airline bags for, mm-hmm. for strollers and car seats, like red bags, so you can just put them in. Yeah. 
and and then I'm not sure who wouldn't know this, but I guess maybe we didn't know when before we weren't parent before we were parents. But the car seat and the stroller get checked for free, so you don't have to pay for it. Um, we had a gadget called uh, Fly Baby. Shout out to Uncle Scott uh, that allowed us to like lay Naomi across um, our lap, but also like with her head attached. Well, to the seat in front of us. Yeah, to the seat in front of so us. So it's like a baby hammock. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good way of putting it. What else did we use? The um, hair muffs from oh, Uncle yeah. Varel. Yeah, like these noise canceling headphones. Yeah. I so feel like, like we missing. Naomi's something. been to all white parties and everything. Yeah, work parties. Um, but yeah, I have a little thing on a little highlight on my uh, Instagram feed. But but shout man, shout out to our tribe that bought us all those those gadgets and allowed us to try things. Yeah, allowed us to be sane. Very sane. That's that's what one of the things that gadgets help do. Like say what you want. Like oh, your child just needs you and your love, breast milk. But your parents need these gadgets because <laughs> we need breaks and we are going to take every opportunity we possibly can. Yeah. What about the technology of um, like a tablet? Are there any apps? That's the one thing I think we need to look up more. Like more apps, more kid-friendly apps. Because YouTube, man, if I can make, if y'all listening to YouTube, it makes no sense that kids can just touch on the screen and then, like, it kills the YouTube video. Can y'all right. make a, a version to where it locks the screen? Please. Please and thank uh, you. I'm tired of passing back and forth the same tablet. <laughs> to skip the commercial. To skip the commercial. Because uh, Naomi to put a little finger on there right. and killed the video. Yeah. I don't know why y'all don't do common sense stuff. Yeah. Nevertheless. Um, it's a wrap for us. It's a wrap. It's travel season. So do me a favor. Check out Skyscanner tomorrow and just put in out whatever city you're in and then the destination is everywhere. Start with that and then do the date as everywhere and watch what kind of deals you see. Like you'll see like. Paris for two fifty or something like that, and send them screen put put them in your DMs and um yeah. or in your stories and send them to us. We want to see know. what y'all come up with, and it's okay to just plan. I mean, just play around with the stuff and pitch stuff to your friends. A big travel thing that we didn't say is go ahead and invite everybody who you think is going to go on this trip because the forty people that you <laughs> invite, but expect to go by yourself. Two of them might go. Um, but yeah, if there's anything else that we can answer travel-wise when you guys are getting into the details of some of the things that we talked about, especially the sites or the products, and you have other questions, just shoot us a a, um, a direct message and we'll uh, answer that right within that platform. But um, as you can see, we are exhausted. Yeah, man. So if you have questions uh, about this or questions or topics that you want us to cover, as always, shoot us a DM, uh, Marriage Caviar on Instagram. Share it with your family. Share it with your friends. We love the support. Uh, continue to follow us. Continue to engage with us. Uh, send us the questions and the topics that y'all care about and that y'all want to hear. We're here for y'all. Um, this is pretty cool. Like It's growing mm-hmm. um, and just having this interaction. Are you excited? I am. Are you more excited than what you were when we first started? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because at first it was like, man, 
I have to do this because we committed to it. Like, no, like, on the first one that we did, mm-hmm. not the actual, like, the test one that we did. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, man, I got to do this. I'm not in the mood. But then, like, the more, like, when we get into it, it's like, oh, I, I enjoy this. Like, I'm, I was tired of shit before we started this yeah. one. <laughs> it's like, and then we just woke up out of nowhere. Yeah. But now we back tired. Yeah. But, no, <laughs> like, again, appreciate the support. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, tell tell whoever about it. Um I don't know. We're just trying to spread positivity and and give and a life, different spin on life. Yeah, yeah, doing it your way. Shout out to everybody sharing. Shout out to everybody continuing to post in their um in their stories and stuff like and engaging it means us, the like, world to us because yeah. we always get like so many different highlights from episodes and we'd be like damn i forgot we said that somebody was like yeah i need to put this on a shirt i was like when the fuck did we say that (laughs) (laughs) so please continue to engage with us because we really want to hear from you all um the next episode if you haven't listened to what's beef go ahead and check that out um and what's beef is an example of our mini series that we'll be doing in between the longer episodes and they will be around 20 to 30 minutes um what's beef was a little longer because we actually got into a whole ass argument um wait why are you looking away uh, you got anybody you want to apologize to on this episode i've learned my lesson But you guys have seriously been amazing. Like, we've been going out places, and somebody be like, man, you better leave that man alone. <laughs> or, oh, man, like, I didn't know. Well, always oh, making sense now. I thought y'all was doing X, Y, and Z, but I see y'all ain't got it like everybody else. <laughs> You're absolutely right. So, um, thank you, thank you, thank you yeah. for listening to Marriage Caviar. Peace. Oh, snap. That's your outgoing joint?